Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Thank you for joining us today. Today's episode is going to be about Let It Go. And I have Whitney, Kathleen, Claudette, and Catherine here with me as we discuss moving into 2021 and what do we need to do to let things go and stop living in the past or, or no longer allowing the past to really have that deep of an impact on us. When I think about letting it go, I think about it really being done, right? And being over with and being resolved, right? We talked about were we moving into 2021? Are we doing resolutions or are we resolving? We were resolving in 2021 to do new things. And so part of that is is reflecting on possibly what didn't work for you or what might have been holding you back or the stories. What? How does the story of something need to change? Has anybody here had something recently big that they've had to just really let go of? Yeah, I would say... and. I've chatted about this before on the show, but one of the first things that come to mind for me that had a little bit of a strong hold on me for a minute, but I had to let it go. <laughs> you song, the Frozen song. <laughs> I've, been, I've been wanting to like hear that song playing in the background as we, every time we say, let it go. Anyway. Okay. So a situation for me recently was I was really attached to like, so for my my business fit district, my startup, I was very attached to the timeline of mm. this dream becoming fully, fully, fully manifested, right? And so to the brick and mortar that it's becoming. And at the end of last year, you know, and it was a point of frustration. When I say it had a hold of me, it was a point of frustration for me that like would strike me sort of in my mind, in my soul. And it'd be like, oh, you know, you're so behind or whatever. These beliefs would come in. This is taking so long, right? Like, you know, all that stuff. As if we don't have enough things to just be concerned about in the day to day. But, you know, these are some of the, the those like sneaky voices that like to creep in on illusions of timeline. So it is a process, but it did have a hold. And I remember at the end of last year, just really like feeling frustrated about it, you know, and, and then a couple months later, coronavirus hits, right? And my startup is in fitness and in dining and food. And so coronavirus hits and I go, thank you, God, right? Like that we haven't opened yet because, you know, I believe we would have made it through, 
but it could have, it's a lot more challenging that we are getting in and getting going at a later point in, on the timeline than I originally wanted, but it worked out, you know, and I feel very guided and I feel protected as Claudette, you know, has also mentioned to me. And so, you know, this point of letting go of like this part of the timeline of the project isn't like so fully up to me. So like releasing that and trusting, having faith, going back to my core belief and letting go this like illusion, the timeline, and that it's really a gift that's happening. I love that you called it the illusion of the timeline. That's such a powerful statement. And the fact that you could trust, right? That's the, you had to find trust in the process to really let it go. We put these expectations. Yeah. These sort of activity expectation on it. Right. And like that we're failing if it's like not happening. Right. And that was sort of what was happening with me. And then it's just like, you know, the universe, God, whatever we want to call it, nature says, "Uh uh-uh, this is, you know, in perspective and brought me back to my faith and all that. So, you know, that's, if I can, you know, we got to pull out the blessings and everything, in my opinion. So that is one of the blessings of COVID. It's saying, okay, let's let go of this, this frustration that you're creating and manifesting your dream. Let it go. Mm, wow. yeah, it's, it's so interesting how you keep saying let it go let it go and I know that's the title of this episode and you know words matter for me and for me I've learned I have to move through it mm-hmm. you know like it's not for me it's not about letting go it's about moving through it and that's even feeling through the emotions that I'm feeling at that moment at the back in December you know, I get this notification from the IRS. I was audited earlier on for my 2017 taxes. I gave them all the information in February. And on November 29th, I receive a notice from the IRS saying that I had to respond within 15 days of the date of the letter, which was November 13th. So the 15 days are already gone. And that I had to pay them another additional $14,000 because they didn't agree with my, with my um, submitting of everything that I submitted. Well, let me tell you my first reaction <laughs> of, <laughs> of having to give the IRS $14,000 a day earlier than what I actually received, because interest continues to compound. I was in my F words, <laughs> not, not in a very good response. And I knew that my reaction was about being limited about not having enough. I I knew the reaction was because I have total faith that I have completed my obligation for 2017. It will all work out. And I had to move through those emotions in order for me to be able to be calm literally three days later and, or even that day to be calm and not, and not freak out about it because it's, it's going to, the fact is I got the paperwork later than what I was supposed supposed to respond. I can't change that. So it's really about sitting in what is and moving through that and allowing that to be. It's really just moving through those emotions and not denying the fact that I was pissed off, angry, and resentful that they took 10 months to respond to me and, and mail it, you know, three days after because <clears> the actual... <throat> 
the actual envelope was three days later than the, the day of the letter. So, you know, they even mailed it out later. So it shortened my period to respond. It just like, it really, I was irritated about the whole thing. And then I was like, you know, it's just going to be what it is. And I can hand it off to my accountant and they're going to deal with it. Like I, that's all I can do. And so I let myself be angry. I felt through it. And then I could breathe and let it move through the process and trust, really trust and surrender to the fact that I have no control over this right now. Mm. Yeah. That's We're back at trust again. (laughs) That one keeps coming up. I love it. And I love moving through it. That's great. great. Sometimes I get caught up a little too long in the moving through process. (laughs) so like but it is I mean it is another way moving through or letting go but I do tend to I think we do and I'm sure some people will be able to relate to this like I have you know I looking back you know I tend to yeah I can see where I've held on to things too long either being in relationship too long or habits or a negative thinking pattern right so you know, moving through that, but then there's this sort of letting go also that I think about, you know, really just letting go because it's like we're in it, we're just in it, and, you know, it's like getting caught up in the process for too long, so. No, it's almost like surrendering. It's more like surrendering versus letting go is what you're saying, just surrendering and say, okay, I surrender. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Can I come in on that one? (laughs) Come on, girl. So, yeah, the surrender to me doesn't mean, oh, I just give up or, you know, it's not like a surrender on a battlefield. To me, the surrender is I have done what I'm guided to do. And now it's up to divine intelligence to handle the rest. And so, you know, I've done what I'm guided to do and I trust every I trust divine intelligence for everything else. And so I would have said, let it go as an illusion. You know, Catherine mentioned Chi-Chi, the Chihuahua. I say our lower brain is Chi-Chi. Many times when we are uh, practicing connecting to truth and trying to get an answer, Chi-Chi will say, let it go. And I'm like, how the H do you do that? How do you just let something go? Like if we could let something go as if we're going by a dumpster and dropping it, that would be really fine. You know, you could just drop the BS and be on your way. But the fact is, it, it's residing in us until it's not. And um, and so many times to me, I was sitting here thinking, what does let it go mean to me, right? Like what, and, and what it would mean to me is to um, let go of the illusion of control and to stop constricting the movement of what is happening. Because many times, you know, as Catherine mentioned we were all in the car with her in the fall of, you know, 2019. And she was telling us about Fifth District. And, you know, for whatever reason, I was guided to ask her, what if you had to shut down? Would you still make money? Are you to the point you could survive a downturn? You know, that was what. And, and then when everything happened, we were all like, wow, you know, wow. So if you look at that example, Catherine had, you know, asked and thought about this, prayed about it. And what we have to understand is divine intelligence is way smarter than Chi Chi Chihuahua, which is logic and reasoning. 
And many times divine intelligence will divert something and we look at it as a setback or holding us back or, you know, a failure when instead of looking at that, get really curious and say, okay, what are you doing now? You know, God source, whatever your belief system is, there is one power. (laughs) It's creation. And so go to that and go, Hey, I'm curious. What are you doing now? And adjust, let go of the constrictive energy that blocks the flow of the divine and then see the magic happen at that point. So to me, that's what letting go is because controls an illusion, do what you know to do, and then freaking let go of the control and trust the divine plan to come through and in divine intelligence. That's kind of, so I was sitting here listening and I think Catherine's example is perfect for that because She's been spared the loss of quite a bit of money because having everything up and running and then having to shut down and keep staff and handle everything, that would have been a lot to deal with. Not that you couldn't have done it, but wow. And you don't have to deal with that. And now you can redesign everything to know what can happen and you can be prepared for that. You can have a beat, you know, have different types of income that can come in so that if this does happen again, it's it's just a blip on your radar, right? You can design that because none of us would have known that the economy would have been shut down like it was, you know, back in the fall of 2019. We would have never imagined that. So let go of the illusion of control. Do what you do and then trust the guidance from there. So I can see the the, you know, going back to words matter moving through, letting go, surrender. (laughs) When I think of letting go of the past in particular, and and I've got kind of two ways of looking at this, letting go of the past, and and there's a a little process that I have. So um, I was trying to think of there if there's been an example of something that I've had to let go of recently that's sort of in the past and I'm I'm blanking on an example but in general sort of the process that I use and this touches on some of what uh, Kathleen says is is to start by acknowledging and validating my feelings right and that whatever I'm feeling I'm feeling Right. That doesn't make what I'm feeling right or wrong. It doesn't and it doesn't really mean anything, but I have those feelings and that I should allow myself to have that. And there are three things that I generally say, depending on whether or not something is comes to me that's like truly of the past or if it's something that's sort of happening in the moment. And one of them, we've talked about this before, is the fact it is about story and that nothing has any meaning other than that which we give it. And so if I am ruminating about something that's in the past, why? You know, asking some questions, getting curious about it. It's like, what are you making of this thing that maybe I don't need to be making something of it? about and the past here's the thing the past is past 
things, right? So when we're talking about making, there's nothing I can do about what has happened in the past. So spending a lot of time spinning my wheels about that just doesn't make any sense to me. And being someone who is sort of of a natural logic person. Speaking of which, Claudette, thank you for what you just said, because you told us as part of the truth, the truth method to come up with our own name for Chi-Chi. And you just said something. I have a name for my Chi-Chi now. My Chi-Chi's name is Lark. <laughs> Lark, because you said logic and reasoning. Reason. And I just threw a K on the end just for good measure. So my oh, L-R-K. L-R-K. got it. Got my it. Yeah. His name was Lark. <laughs> Lark, Lark. His logic and reasoning is, is a lesser intelligence than divine. And I mean, divine intelligence. There you go. All day long, so, yeah. There you go. So, you know, <laughs> look at this whole thing about story and nothing having any meaning other than what I give it. And then one of the other things I say, and people do not like this, but I just remind myself, it is what it is, right? And that goes to the whole thing about you cannot change the past. It is what it is. What are you going to do with it moving forward? And so is it letting go? Is it moving through with it? Is it sitting in it for a moment? But it is what it is. And then another one that I have is I plan, God plans, God is the better planner. And particularly as it comes for things that I have tried to put in motion. And if it isn't happening, you know, to stop kicking myself about, you know, what I think something should be rather than what it actually is. And one of the things that I... I love that. I was going to say, one of the things that I heard sort of as a consistent theme as you guys were all talking is the the concept of, I don't know if it's resistance or um, the frustration of something, right? And, And being a little irritated and that being about resources or how we think a situation should be or expectations and we're entitled to have those. But in the end, this moment is exactly what it is. And it can't be anything other than what it is in this moment. And this moment is now the past, right? And all we can do is take actions that, that can impact the future. But we can't change what was and we can't change what is in this moment because now this moment is past. So like staying in things too long has consequences in your business, real consequences, right? In business, staying in things too long, um, relationship can can drain your team, right? Can take the fun out of a lot of it can, can create a culture that's not empowering, Right. And so letting go and the timing around it, I think, is a learned skill. Right. And, you know, the intuitiveness of it, the analytical part of it, but when to let go. And I like what you're saying. I love what you said, Whitney, about 
letting go of what something looks like, because that can really get in the way of when to let go of things, right? The timing of, and then personally, you know, like consequences around holding on to things too long, or you mentioned ruminating, letting things just take over space in your mind way too long. It can be draining and so disempowering and just lead to like, you know, disease in our body, right? It can lead to like, you know, really have some uh, steep consequences. So, you know, what are some skills around when to let go? How do we know? So, I mean, I wanted to just comment on Whitney's thing, which might even go back to what you just said, Catherine, is one of the ways that we can talk to ourselves about our anxiety, our frustration, our irritation, whatever it is that we're in is what causes that is our belief that it should be different than it is. It's our belief. And what about our belief are we holding from past experiences? And it's about moving through some of those limiting beliefs of those past experiences. You know, you got the truth method, you got the rim method, you got energy, you got channeling, you've got your own ability to sit and decide whether you really believe that, that is that your chihuahua, your lark, whatever you call it, or is that really your heart speaking? You know, like what is really happening here? Deciphering the difference between heart and the lower mind or the false self that we've created because we can all you know we've all created like a false self and then we have a true self so yeah that's a good distinction Kathleen yeah I love that distinction Kathleen and I can totally resonate with that last year I had joined in a partnership with somebody and then kind of in the fall she just bagged and was like yeah sorry just kidding And I remember feeling like WTF, number one, ramped all this up. And now you're just dropping the bag and moving on. But I was still having to carry all the weight of everything we had in play. And one of the things we had in play was a client who we were pitching to run her business in a different way, but she is a real estate influencer. And so we were proposing that we rebook her national speaking for the next year and that we did different types of events for her and that we were going to set all of these up. And that meant time and that meant money and that meant a new direction. And I didn't get it. And I was a little relieved. I remember feeling relieved when I didn't get her as a client because I kind of been dumped on and then I knew I was going to have to form a new team to, to manage the project once, you know, if she did accept. But think about it. If I had accepted her as a new client in January and we spent all of February and March booking her and we'd put all those deposits down and we'd spent all the money on marketing, beginning to market the events because that would have been the ramp up period, right? Yeah. None of that was going to happen in 2021. It didn't happen. All of this, you know, and so I I just recently was able to reposition myself and let go of the fact that I had a belief that she had bagged on me, right? She didn't. She set me free. She saved my ass from being in a really bad situation in 2020. Sorry, not 2021. And so it's exactly what you said, Kathleen. It was my belief 
that she was abandoning me and that she was leaving me in this lurch, right? That was my belief about the situation. I wasn't trusting in the present moment that this was for my higher good, right? And sure enough, I was bummed when I didn't win the client and she went with another company, but I wasn't trusting in, you know, that there was a divine purpose for my beginning of the year and that was not it. And so, um, I think a lot of what we've talked about today has been trust, moving through it, surrendering, being in the present moment. I think you said that, Claudette, just, and if I had been in the present moment and was just appreciative of what had occurred and trusting it was going to be okay and moving through the emotion then I probably would have repositioned my story differently, right? I would have put a different story to it. To your point, Whitney, it's about the story we attach to it. And so what I didn't know that, that all this was going to come out of let it go, guys. <laughs> this is good. I love that, you know, these are, are things. Another activity that I've done, Catherine, you were asking about tools, um, I've felt sometimes emotionally uh, stuck with somebody in a Mm -hmm. a relationship or in a relationship. And, you know, it was a relationship that wasn't making me feel good anymore or it was a relationship that was stressing me. And so I've done kind of an energetic type cutting, cutting the cords to that person, energetically just kind of slicing through their ability to continue to tap into my emotion any longer. Um, And then for me, that's just a very uh, freeing feeling, right? I I feel freed of it and I'm able to kind of move forward and not have that ickiness and that tightness and that, you know, whatever feeling that that relationship might've been bringing up in me. Don't forget when you're cutting those cords to close that opening up with that light, just close mm-hmm. the opening. And yeah. send love. And send love, right? Send love. There you go. Always send love. I love that. I love that. All, us, all of us woo-woos here that like, don't forget <laughs> to do this because you, it just opens up, you know, if you, in fairness, so you understand it's not you, Sarah, but the listener, when you cut those cords, it creates an opening in that, in your aura. So you want to just close that with the divine light. So, and release it with love as well. So where you're not hurting yourself, you're not hurting anyone else. You're just separating yourself from that tie, that intenseness of. Even adding forgiveness, you know, so love and forgiveness to them is, is a gift. I mean, we're all one ultimately anyway. So, and it leads a space in their aura. And so you can close it on both sides. So thank you for bringing that up. Um, yeah. I love that it is what it is. Um, I have a friend who she almost had kind of a tick and she admittedly knew this and she would always say, whatever, um, that was her. It is what it is. You know, it, whatever. <laughs> she just move on. The um, last boss I had before I became my boss full time gave me a cup that says it is what it is. And she's like, do you know you say this? And it's like, I wasn't as aware that I said it as much as I do, but it helps me to move through things that you know, spending time stressing about things that I cannot change. 
And for me, ultimately, that's what it is. If, if it's not something that I can change, then and I can't change the past. I can't change other people. Um, so, you know, now that I think about it, you, you mentioned your situation, Sarah. I think about the letting go piece probably applies more for my relationships different sorts of relationships, um, romantic relationship, family, you know, others. And it is, I can't change people. I can't change their behaviors. I can't change the interactions except to the extent that I change my behavior. And if it has an impact, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And to learn to just, you know, it is what it is and, keep it moving. Mm -hmm. Anybody else have anything else they'd like to add as we bring this episode to a close? I do have one more thing. Many times in letting it go, and I'm doing air quotes because we have different versions of what we define as that, our hearts hurt, you know, and and that's and so that hurt will come back and, and the thing that happened will replay. Get very curious about that. Like as it keeps coming back and replaying, there's a universal truth to ask and it shall be given unto you. And I would say to ask that your heart be healed. Because it's really hard to let something go if it keeps if that keeps replaying and hurting. So just ask that your heart be healed in that situation and to see through the eyes of the truth, not just with what you can see, you know, looking at the situation, but see it from a higher perspective to have a fuller understanding of it. So, but let your heart be healed. Our hearts can be healed. The pain, the pain can be removed and and healed. Just trust that and trust the divine to hold you in that. Just on on that note, and Sarah, you asked about tools. Mm -hmm. One of the parts of my morning practice is um, priming exercise that I've gotten from Tony Robbins. And, you know, Claudette, you just mentioned that, the healing. One of the aspects of the priming exercise is the piece where you ask for healing, right? Yeah. all kinds of things, so body, relationships, finances, business, whatever. But there is a, you ask for um, healing um, solutions, right? And, and as part of this talking about things that should be maybe asking for, you know, help with solutions, how to solve the situation that, particularly if it it deals with other people, um, strengthen, to strengthen what's already good in me, right? Or in relationships or in whatever the situation is. Celebrate, we talked about this, you know, in other episodes, we have to learn to celebrate. Speaking of what is, it is what it is, celebrate what is because there are lessons and gifts in that. You talked about the gift in that situation, Sarah. And then what's the last one? Heal, solve, strengthen, celebrate, serve, and then be 
of service, love, right? That the serve is being love uh, and loving other people, loving difficult people in our lives that we are, you know, create, have situations with and they may be asking to let them go or let things go that are transpiring between you and someone else. And so that is a tool that I use. And so things that have been an issue in the past, as I have run them through the priming exercise, as I have been dealing with them through the truth method and, you know, other things that I'm doing, those are the tools or that is a tool that I have used to help. Mm, Those are all really good tools. Thank you for sharing that. Let it go and it will flow. (laughs) She's back to flow. I love it. (laughs) But truly, anytime we let go, we open up space for newness. And, you know, you mentioned earlier that it can be challenging. I think it was Claudette, you mentioned that it can be challenging oftentimes to let go. And so when we do let go, you know, it can open up room for us to try some new things. You know, maybe there's a new habit or like for me, when I chose to let go of my last intimate relationship, I started really going after my dream of my business, right? And so, you know, let go and then allow for this newness and maybe even try to pick up something to sort of focus new energy on. And, and I'm just going to close out just with myself, just one quick thing. Ask yourself one thing. You know, when you become irritated or you want something different than what's happening, just ask yourself, could it be that this is my best and highest? Could it be? That. Could it be that this is in my best and highest? I'm not telling <laughs> you to change that. your mind, just asking yourself that one question. That helps you shift the story that you guys all talked about. Such a powerful question, Kathleen. Hmm. A really powerful question. And as you head into your 2021, start thinking about things that you could surrender or things that you could let go. And as Catherine stated, open up space for something amazing and something new. Give yourself the opportunity to have change and to have a better 2021 than you did in 2020. Thank you for joining us today. It was a pleasure to be with you and we look forward to being with you in our next episode. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.